Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. What happens if a car comes? We die. (laughs) (laughs) Sophie's pick of movie this time around and we decided to go with the notebook that she first saw when she was was it 16 you reckon in like school days yeah i think so i had like a sleepover with a couple of friends at my house and i don't know how it came about we all decided to put the notebook on and we'd had a really good kind of weekend you know like Mm -hmm. proper slumber party kind of sleepover thing and then we're really enjoying it throughout and then there's the end part where you turn around and look at all your friends and everybody's crying their eyes out mm. <laughs> at the film because obviously we didn't really know you don't really know what to expect when you're reading the back of it it don't really make it sound like there's going to be a really sad ending <laughs> but so it has kind of clung to me for quite a, a, a while um obviously i would say when I was in my teens, it was my favourite film. I even did a photography project on the notebook in college where right. I did a whole notebook session. So, What did that entail exactly then in terms for, for, to for that to work as a project? So it was, you had to do a project around a film. Uh-huh. Um, and it was kind of getting the stills from the actual film itself. So, for example, I did... Um, went to the Lake District um, <laughs> for all the boat scenes, you know, with the canoes, mm-hmm. kind of getting... So I actually didn't do it with people in it, weirdly, because I didn't like taking pictures of people, which is where the money is. That's why I'm not a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to take pictures of the landscape yeah. with a canoe, like that gorgeous opening scene yep. that you see, kind of the picturesque. Um, I ended up kind of writing letters and... Framing him. I also went to the seaside and went and got a Ferris wheel and the fair mm-hmm. and all of that kind of aspect of it. So that's kind of how I delved into the photography side mm-hmm. with that project. Okay, so it was kind of like recreating the scenes, almost like a similar shot for shot, but not quite exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. obviously they've got a higher budget Just, than I yeah, have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so kind of trying to do my own readaptation. That's nice, yeah. So, yeah, it was either, believe it or not, it was either between, I think I was only obviously 16 or 17 at this stage. It was between The Notebook or Twilight, and I'm so glad I picked The Notebook. I did actually kind of stem into Twilight a little bit, but the only thing I think I could do was, like, the chessboard and the apple. Yeah. That was kind of, and then I was thinking, where this isn't going to take me on location, which I want to kind of go out and about and take beautiful landscapes. So whereas The Notebook kind of does give you that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so going back to that opening shot it kind of does give you that sort of glossy mm. kind of setup of what the film is going to be all the way through and you've got like a nice glowing orange sunset 
silhouette on the, the lake mm-hmm. and also what looks like some poorly shot CGI swans or geese flying. <laughs> I was like, mm, what's that about? Trust you to point that out. I know, like... it looks so like really obvious. I was like, oof. In my 16-year-old self, I did not notice no, that. I, I suppose really didn't. not, but it was more like, a, oh, this is nice music. and Romanticised, and, yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And you kind of got taken away from that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I think that's why I really love this film so, so much. It is really beautifully filmed. Mm-hmm. It is set in the 1920s. And I think I must secretly love that era without me realising. Yeah. I do really, it appeals to me. Obviously, it's not genuine, but it is kind of set in that kind of era. And it's a class kind of thing, like the way that they dress and the way that they speak and kind of the lifestyle so simplistic, but yet seems more amazing, the stuff they get up to than what we do nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Especially with what we can, can and can't no. do at the moment. But Yeah, but you, we do also got to remember that this is only a snapshot of what, things like like most films and in real life mm. you kind of only see the good side of those things yeah. so obviously there's, there's some of the dirge of those people who were in the slums of the 1920s not all peaches no, and roses, no. but, um yeah i get what you mean it's kind of looks all like fun and everything and we kind of get the introduction of the to our two leads at this like fairground yeah which i just me and paul would never meet in a fairground so i really love fairgrounds i think that's what kind of captured me a little bit within the opening scene of this so you've mm-hmm. got a ferris wheel you've got the dodgems I, I don't know what they call them in the states if that's the same thing or bumper cars bumper cars yeah i think um <laughs> <laughs> and i loved going to like the beach and kind of having like the little fair and stuff mm-hmm. whereas paul is a bit not saying that he's killjoy kind of sucks the fun out of these things but <laughs> You don't really like sand on your feet, so you wouldn't go onto the beach barefoot. So I can't have like a romantic meal on the beach with him because he'd just be like, oh, the sand in my food, Ugh. and just sucking everyone out of it being romantic. And then we actually went on the Dodd gyms, didn't we? Yeah, a few years back, and you gave me leg injury. <laughs> So it was his birthday and I was like, oh, I love the dodge gyms and I remember going on them and I've never been injured on dodge gyms in my entire life. Although it was a bit naff, I guess, because it was only the two of us on the dodge gyms at the time, so it was enough time to build up more speed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so you've probably crashed into me. I was gave me like, not whiplash of the leg thing. I had a proper bruise and I, had to, I was in pain for the rest of the day. I had to drive all the way back home in it as well. As, well this is not not very enjoyable now. That's the day, so a bit of a sour mood. Yeah, you were. That, really. you were. Even um, though I bought you fish and chips and everything to try and yeah. team up. But I think you were just annoyed that you had to uh, drive back as well. Yeah. Uh, did we go on the Ferris wheel after that? Or was that we before? We did, but that it because, was after the fact. Okay. Um, and, and you, and whereas I'm like, I like to go on that, and you were like, no, I'm scared. It looks a right rickety old thing. But not as rickety as. <laughs> The one on this one doesn't look very safe on this in this in notebook one because uh, it's kind of like very open. So as he kind of cli- as our lead character Noah climbs all the way up <laughs> to Ali to ask a date, yeah, that's very ambitious. Yeah, and a bit, but a bit like it's a bit stalkery and time like like won't take no for an answer kind of thing. Like you must do this. 
Yeah. And having this emotional blackmail thing, right? Oh, I'm going to kill myself if you don't go on a date with me. It's like, is that a really way to win a girl over? But he, he has this kind of appeal of a jokester kind of character. And he's really, I love his humour within this because he's not meaning any harm or malice by it. He's just really, really kind of a jovial, genuine guy that's thinking if I can play up a little bit, it mm. might get me to be a bit more standout compared to all the other guys just flashing the cash because he can't do that, can he? No, that's this his only means of expressing himself in the society, I suppose. Yeah. Because he hasn't got the, the money or the means to showboat, really. So he's showboating with him. It's just his personality. Yeah, but... and he does shine out. Actually, I, I really, really liked Noah. He was my favourite character in this, and I really, really as 16 years old, wanted a Noah in my life when I was younger. Noah or Ryan Gosling? Who's Noah, not Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no. I actually did used to fancy Ryan Gosling mm. as Noah, and I think actually now realising it and seeing Ryan Gosling in other parts, mm-hmm. I think he plays Noah really well, and I fancy Noah as a character. Right. Because... Okay. I don't think he's got that annoying voice in this film. Like, every other film, he seems to have this really, really insipid, patronising voice, but he doesn't have it in this one. Do you find that in La La Land, then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. D- do you agree? A bit more deeper than yeah. that. He was in this, but I guess that's age, isn't it? So I don't know, he just he seemed more insipid in the others, whereas this one, in the notebook, he seems... Right, but would if you were in that situation and he asked you on a date in that scenario where he's hanging off the ferris wheel <laughs> would you be like oh yes i'll go out with you or would you be like what would you i'd be like think? ali i'd probably don't want him to hurt himself oh. so i'll just say yeah i'll go out with you just so that he'll get down yeah. and then i won't have any intention of going out with him probably a bit like she does anyway. yeah, yeah. I, until he persists on yeah she can't he's kind of like trying to break the camel's back in a little bit of a sense but girls like that a little bit you know full of the chase yeah they do bit. yeah and i think men love it like yeah if if a ma- if a woman throws themselves at a man, mm-hmm. they're not going to be interested either. The, the men love a bit of a chase, so that, I think Ali knows that as well. Mm-hmm. So eventually, they kind of go to the on a like a first day at the cinemas. Yeah, and that's and she like having this long like conversation shot, like tracking shot of them walking down the street, which is I always kind of like it when they've got long takes in films. You know, it's like not the easy way of going like, cut, cut here and there to piece it all together. So it's obviously don't know how many takes I would have taken. It's it's not the, like the most groundbreaking, spectacular dialogue, but it's kind of like just normal conversation type of thing, which is kind of nice. I think it kind of shows the genuine core kind of storyline. It shows the where the romance starts to blossom mm. and it kind of has that lovely kind of romanticised feel of like, the, I feel like it's like a cobbly kind of street, they're walking down mm-hmm. and it's kind of them getting to know one another. And yeah, I didn't realise to even think of the length, like that kind of take, mm-hmm. I, I hadn't even mm-hmm. thought about that. But it comes to a point of where he does ask her, like, what do you do for fun? Like, because yeah. she's really not for, I do dance classes then. French class, French yeah. And all of this. And he's kind of saying, you've got a busy work schedule, but I just thought you'd be more freer than that. Yeah. Um, because probably when he saw her at the Ferris ground, he, she was having fun. It was really bright and colourful. Mm-hmm. 
and it's summer. Yeah. But actually, when it comes down to the nitty gritty, she's got this plan of where she needs to be within five years time to then be able to go to college and graduate mm-hmm. and all of that. And you can kind of then see how good Noah is for Ali in that situation because going to the line that you... We said at the beginning, which yeah. is him lying down in the road waiting for the traffic lights to change and <laughs> it's very strange. I don't think I'd be doing that oh, even on a quiet road. Really? Now, I have always, I know from that scene, I've always wanted to do that. And we've only just moved recently from our new um, old house to our new home. And there is a busy road. It's a long stretch of a road. But you'd hear a car coming because it's so quiet. I feel like we could probably get away with it and like <laughs> on that street. I don't really know what the purpose of it really would be, really, to I be honest. I don't know. It's just like a freeing kind of... I think that's what he's meaning. You can do whatever you want if you put yeah. your mind to it. It's the risk, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah, living on the edge kind of yeah. thing. And I guess that's what kind of like... Something that triggers in her to kind of like, oh, this guy's not all that bad, really, kind of thing. And they have like a little dance then after that. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. Dancing without any music or anything. So breaking the rules of norm, like, oh, I can't do this because there's no music or who says you can't lay in the middle of the street? Obviously, parents might say that to you initially. But, you know... Yeah, don't lie down on the freeway, <laughs> motorway, whatever. That's not no, a good don't. idea. But, you know, in traffic. all these rules and obligations that you have to go by and mm-hmm. Noah just breaks all of them and lives life to how he wants. He's not having to do what Ali is and just be somebody... For everybody else. Yeah. And I think that's something I still do today is appease everybody else and not actually do sometimes what you want to do. And that's when I, I wrote that down. What do you do for fun? What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, like if anybody actually sat there and just thought to themselves, what do you do for fun? Mm-hmm. Instead of having to do everything that you do in your day-to-day life. Yeah. What would yours be? Watch movies. <laughs> Watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that would be mine, but I don't know what yours would be. I do obviously like watching movies, don't get me wrong. But but I know that's not you all over, really. There's the must, I feel like there's something I think else I'm that you... probably going to be happiest, and I know it sounds strange because I haven't done it in ages. Mm. It is with my camera. That would be my thing mm-hmm. of when I'm taken away from everything and I'm not really interested in anybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm just interested in what I'm seeing, I guess. Sure. Through your lens, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then shortly after, there's a little montage of them being in their relationship and everything. and Summer romance and yeah, all of that. Like, oh, it just makes me want warmer weather, that does. Yeah. Like when they're jumping into the water, having ice cream. Um, <laughs> and you can see, like, they're starting to really grow to like one another. Bear yeah. in mind... This relationship, Ali is only 17 years old at this point. She doesn't look it. No, she does not look 17. (laughs) Like most of these films, they they cast these characters and they don't look the age they're supposed to be, but there you go. No. And, um, yeah, I think in a couple of this, and throughout the film, she has this funny laugh. I don't know if that's how she laughs normally, but it's kind of like a... I don't know how to describe it. It's just very comical. A bit goofy, I would say. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. And... There was this one line that kind of reminded, scarily reminded me of something you'd say, which is when she's like, 
I'm a bird. Like, <laughs> say I'm a bird. I can imagine you saying something like like that to me. Well, funnily enough, like when we were on about the quote at the beginning, mm. I probably, my quote would be, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Yeah. Like that. I actually wrote that down. I know when I did it when I was my 16-year-old self for the project. Yeah. That was like my quote from... Oh, believe it or not, from all the film I took away, if if you're a bird, I'm a bird. And that's for obviously Noah saying that to Ali. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I know what you mean. And I am a little bit like Ali in that sense. I do goof around quite a bit and I can be quite high opinionated as well and a bit playful, I guess. <laughs> but I always wanted somebody to say that because really that line is so lovely without you realising like the patting around going I'm a bird I'm a bird (laughs) but mainly Noah's saying to to Ali wherever you are and whatever you are I'm going to be by your side basically that's how I interpreted that Mm -hmm. and I think that's where you can see Noah really loves Ali like I feel like Noah's like relationship towards Ali is so much stronger Mm -hmm. than Ali's is I know Ali does love him but Noah would literally do anything for her as we find out as we go through the film yeah Mm -hmm. she does sometimes come across a bit i don't know like bipolar is the right word but in terms of like (laughs) she's like one minute she's like slapping him like having an argument and it's like oh no i hate hate you and then it's like no please don't go like there was an instance i don't think that's bipolar i just think that's every woman's emotion it's just up and down up and down yeah like a a snap of the fingers kind of thing. Yeah, because, like, I know, like, for a fact, like, I could be in a rage with you and want you to leave and not be... And then yeah. when you actually blow my bluff and leave, I'd be like, what? what? No. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I don't mean it. Mm. And it is, I think it's just a woman's priority to be like that. Okay. Men don't get it because, like, I'll come to it in a minute earlier on, but mm. Ali does ask Noah what's his thinking and <laughs> it made me chuckle because I always ask you Yeah, this. you do. That was another <laughs> thing that's very scarily this similarity and it's like i don't know just not thinking anything specifically just just all sorts going on in my head but i don't understand that like literally paul can say he's sitting there and he's not thinking anything and i'm like you what how how do you do that like please teach me because my brain never switches off unless i'm asleep and then i'm pretty sure it's still going mm. i have to th- i constantly am thinking about something i cannot not just sit there and not think about something so I think it must be, that's why she's more by, you thinking it bipolar, it's more like, because literally she's just overthinking everything. Yeah, maybe, it, um, I think that's the wrong word really. I think it's just more <laughs> the very short, snappy yeah, change of mood really. So yeah, anyway. So you've got a country boy and you've got a city girl. Yeah. Um, so you've got a clash with class. <laughs> class, clash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of get to meet her parents and it's kind of like the very typical upper class southern mm. ponciness and even the dad I said to you looks like some like was like a cartoon character with his big moustache <laughs> <laughs> you already of, said didn't you when yeah, you clocked him like he's like, going to be a baddie because you... although to be fair he, he didn't seem as prominent as the mother is really in this but that's kind of Which established I... why mm. a bit later on in the film but yeah, so this whole thing about, oh, he's not good enough for you, honey, kind of thing. And it's... Yeah. Yeah. it's I mean, that's another trope that's fairly common in these type of films. You have it's it in, like, ti- Titanic and 
other things like that. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, the boy. It's always the boy normally who's the one who's the poor beggar <laughs> boy, and it's always the girl who's the really high, well, rich, hoity toity lifestyle. And oh. Cinderella, that that's the opposite way. <laughs> Where Cinderella's, uh, yeah, but that's a cartoon yeah. thing. I'm I'm thinking more the more your typical mm. rom com storylines. Yeah. yeah, the boy's never good enough for the girl. Yeah. I do feel like when Ali goes over to Noah's, you see that different relationship that they have with Noah's dad. Yeah. Like, he will do anything for Ali and Noah, and he's so happy for Noah to be able to be with Ali, and he just kind of helps the relationship blossom. Mm -hmm. And it's like, every parent should be like that. It No one should be like, you're not good enough for anybody. Mm -hmm. Because if they're in love, then... That's all that matters. And I think that's the frustrating thing with Ali's parents. They just think, oh, he works. And they kind of made a bit of a fun of him, don't they, about how much he earns. And yeah. I don't care who you are. As long as you've got a good soul and a good heart and you genuinely are there for the right reasons for somebody, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you have a rubbish job, if you're living in a really, really, really rubbish area. If you're there for that person, then... Why does it matter? Because if they're going to be happy for the rest of them, their lives together. Yeah. Because it kind of shows that, doesn't it? You can have everything and be with somebody who's really rich and famous, but if you don't love them, you're going to still be miserable. That's true. It's no good being with someone if you don't really, truly love them mm. enough to be with them. And it's, right, it's kind of important to... Yeah. Trust that. Just for your general happiness, yeah. it is. Mm. And always that what if, so kind of moment of what if I didn't meet that person or what if I didn't pursue that? Like, I always think that that's one of the worst things to have. And then we kind of shortly move on from things fairly swiftly of a bit of a... This is a thing, of, I guess, with this, is a bit of a pacing issue with how things go. Some things go like by really quick and some bits drag Really? Do you think? I don't know. It did seem like that at times. Like, the whole thing going to World War Two, been, you know, listed in the mm-hmm. army. Noah is with his friend there, and there's this really quick, like, oh, got shot or, in, or bombed in the in the war, and it's like, there's no emotional attachment there. I feel like it's like, oh, mm. no. Uh, and it's like, dead, like uh, right next, moving yeah. on. Comes back from the war. And his dad's like, I'm selling the house. We're going to fix up that plantation house that you always wanted. Yep. So obviously there's a scene with Ali where mm. they went to that, yeah, that house. Before. Yeah. Um, and Ali was, it was like a rundown house, um, which it kind of reminded me of A Wonderful Life. For George Bailey, yeah. Weirdly but enough. The opposite way around, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'd kind of seen The Notebook before It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. So... When I saw it again, I was like, oh, my goodness, they must have got this inspired from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know, because obviously it's based on a book. I don't know if that's in the book, but, yeah. So it's like going into this derelict building, same kind of principle, kind of same era as well. No, maybe George yeah. Bailey's a little bit old, uh, older, older, kind of older, gen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. The principles there just sort of reversed in a sense. Yeah, yeah but then Ali's saying, oh, I want... White house, a white with house, blue shutters and everything. A and, patio around yeah. and everything like that. And obviously on that night, they kind of are going to probably do the deed, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. But obviously that kind of goes to pot, doesn't it? Because Ali kind of, yet again, overthinks everything and 
it kind of really portrays your first time. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it does anyways. That's like kind of, you kind of want to, but you don't and you're scared and you're nervous and it's that girl kind of really, really overthinking mm-hmm. everything and the poor guy's like, can I, can, can we, can't we? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> then kind of trying to console her yeah. at the same time and not push her into anything she doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you get interrupted and then that's when they have this massive argue, argument or whatever and then, then they, that's why they go the separate ways because the that- whole thing with the class is not good enough for you that scene really makes me upset because you can see Noah really feeling really worthless and it's like nobody should ever make you feel that way yeah so then yeah obviously jump into then the fact that his dad sells his house and gives Noah the money for the house to buy this house and do it up basically but then he shortly dies after that so then he's kind of like putting he's, he's the only one who's putting any effort into yeah, making the house, which I imagine is a lengthy task, but I think it was something Noah needed to do so, though for him yeah. and to kind of help him grieve over, obviously briefly, his best friend and his father's passing. He also he's not got Ali, and yeah. he's you can see that Noah's kind of deteriorating a little bit and becoming very very lonely mm-hmm. quite quickly. He's getting the beard on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks really numb. I think. Yeah. Like if somebody was going to say like he looks. Like life's been kind of sucked out of him a little bit. He's got yeah. to that really, really darkish point. Yeah. Point. And also, he's been trying to write to Ali for three hundred sixty-five <sighs> days, and the mother's like, "You know, just keep hold of it because later if, on that comes back into play." But at least you don't open him. That'd have been worse. Yeah, yeah. Like if she started reading them mm, and stuff, yeah. or binning them would have been worse, yeah. I guess. But I don't think anyone should really meddle in stuff like that. You should let the, everything run its course. Because mm-hmm. obviously she re- her mum really screws Ali over in the end. She does, yeah. Because Ali would have literally just been with Noah. Yeah, but in this time, while he's at war and everything, she's, she's kind of put in the sights of this more eligible bachelor, I guess. Um, it's called Lon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And she's obviously, I think she, she meets him on the like hospital ward when she's mm-hmm. treating him and it's kind of like... Oh, do you want to go on a? I don't see any ring on your finger. Do you want to go on a date type of thing? And then shortly after, once he's all like in his uni- uniform after that, smartly dressed and everything, and then it's kind of like, yeah, this is this is how the how the parents see her to be with this person because he's you know he's got the money, he's got the, the higher the status. And yeah, I just he looks like a sleaze ball to me when I look at him. I'm like, yeah, if my daughter ever came home with somebody like that, I'd be like. <sighs> I'd find it hard. Now, I'd be the opposite. Give me nowhere any day. Mm-hmm. Don't give me a sleazeball because I can't cope with fake yeah. people. So it'd be like, I wouldn't, I couldn't gel with him. Yeah. Give me a genuine person and I'll be all right. So, yeah, that relationship kind of moves quite quickly, like, doesn't it? Yeah, especially as, like, he kind of says, yeah, you basically, you have to marry me. And it's kind of like, and then there, then it kind of happens. Oh, like, like, that proposal, yeah, like, it's just so unromantic, uh, isn't it? And also that bit... Cocky. The bit where he's like, oh, let's go on... He goes on stage, like, oh, to stop the band, and he's like, oh, everybody, I'm marrying this woman, and it's like, yeah, and then they just walks back off, and it's like, what, what's that? That's, mm. that's not nothing. That's not really heartfelt or anything no. emotionally prominent. It's I just... I feel like back in those days, the relationships were more of a profit kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's marrying it... into the family, or... Yeah, I mean, not this, for this love. This works for my... Our stead of yeah. family, yeah. 
and we'll be well off. And it's like, that's not the main reason that you should mm-hmm. fall in love with somebody. So obviously then Noah's got a little bit of an interest with Martha, but she's a war widow. Yeah, again, we're not really, that's kind of just thrown in a little bit. It's kind of like, oh, who's this person? It's kind of just a, a fling, kind of, kind of establishing her as sort of like a main character, but isn't really, she's kind of just part pops, of the scenery. She pops up, bless her, yeah. and she really wants to do good by Noah, I think, and Noah just can't get over Ali. He, he mm-hmm. just can't, and like, he doesn't even look at Martha at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can't even give her eye contact, and... It's just quite a sad scene of seeing him mm-hmm. with her, really. So he kind of then ends up doing the house up. He's got it all. Mm-hmm. And I always think, it's never really said, but I always think that he puts the property, the house for sale, not because he actually wants to sell it, mm-hmm. but hoping that Ali might see it. And then it does eventually get featured in the paper. And she has this slight reaction of, like, oh, faints. Like, it's kind <laughs> well, of funny, funny, funny. But... Well, she's in a wet wedding dress yeah. trying to try the fitting on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like that scene of when she's in the bathtub and you can just see, like, her turning the tap on with her toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's just like, oh, crap, what am I doing? Like, yeah. really torn, like, in a wedding dress in the bath. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, wedding dresses aren't cheap. I don't think you meant to just... Go in the bathtub with him. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she had bubbles as well, didn't she, in it? No, maybe not. Maybe it was just the bath. I think, I'm going to say, I don't think she was in the wedding dress in the bath. I think it was just in the... It was a veil or something. She had a veil on. Oh. Or something. She left some of her wedding dress still on, looking quite pondery Mm -hmm. of, "Mm, crap, what am I meant to do? I'm engaged, but I really, really want to pursue this with Noah. Which she does. She drives up out to the house to see him and... She stops around for a little while. Yeah, there's that cute kind of um, really. Does that really? Would that really happen in real life? Scene yeah. where she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, to, sorry to bother you," and then gets in the car and then drives into his fence, and then can't start a car again. <laughs> yeah, it's like really that that small little bump into a fence wouldn't make your car mm. not work. But anyway, so. But she does have a bit of a chat with her husband to be, doesn't she? Where she says. She doesn't paint anymore. She's not herself, yeah. and she's not. Um... And he says, "Oh, I didn't know you painted," kind of thing, because yeah, she's been preoccupied with a lot of other s- stuff, and it's like, yeah, it's a bit. I know life can get in the way sometimes, and you don't mm. always have time to do exactly what you want to do. But it's, it's you should try and hold on to things that you are passionate about. Yeah, no, definitely, and the fact that he didn't even know she was passionate yeah. about that shows how much relationship they've you know how much they really know about mm. one another to they don't they've moved far too fast so in this point obviously when mm. they're there together in this big house that feels kind of empty really yeah he's not hardly any yeah, furniture bless him he's just put it all into the appearance for Ali almost like a model home basically in yeah. a sense it's beautiful like and they go out, I think, it's around by this point anyway, I think, I can recall, they're in this, on this boat uh, in the lake. Yeah. And reminiscent of the, the like first opening shot, and there's all these birds, mm-hmm. geese and swans around. And there's kind of like this, but harking back to the one they're saying, you're a bird, I'm a bird, and there's, there's the bird metaphor yeah. going on there. With like, obviously, they'll find their way back to one another because mm-hmm. they'll fly 
into back into the lives and stuff and it's like there's a lot of geese <laughs> i so loved that image and i was when i was doing my project that was something i really really wanted to like portray yeah. Yeah, if you went to lakes, you definitely would have liked to Lake Windermere. You would have definitely seen a load of... I did, but there weren't uh, half as many uh, as that no. shot like round just that one yeah. boat. And it was like, I did think last time when I, when we watched it this time, I was like, I wonder if they bought all of them and like put more yeah. into the water. But unless yeah. it just migrated over there for the summer or something and then they're going to migrate back because they did say something on the lines of that, didn't they? But yeah, and they'll find their way kind of thing because mm. you know why there's so many there. And then leading up to the what is basically the poster shot. Yeah. Because it's last thunderstorming and she's got the blue dress, dress on. on and he's got the white shirt and it's like holding in her arms kind of thing and... But it's the what she says initially, why didn't you write to me? me yeah. She waited seven years mm-hmm. and her mother let her be miserable, crying herself to sleep when these letters were coming through. How cruel of a parent can you get? Mm-hmm. Like, I could never do that to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're so miserable. And obviously then they, she, he says, I did write to you. I wrote to you for like a year, mm-hmm. a, a day, a letter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they get to that kiss kind of shot yeah. and then they do the deed in the house which is weird to think that they never actually because it was such a kind of heated kind of romance in the summer even yeah back even then but it was more first base second base whatever yeah kind of thing not really the full fling and i actually when i initially watched this obviously i was only young mm-hmm. it was a little bit awkward for me watching that like i even with a bunch of girls yeah, because yeah. We, we we were all quite good girls, so none of us had done that <laughs> that deed. So yeah, kind yeah. of watching that was a little bit like, that That looks like a bit hot and heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Open your, opening yourselves up to the yeah, experience, like, ooh. But a little feelings. bit like, a bit more awkward and shy at the uh-huh. same time. Because right. okay. it's like, I think we would have been like the initial alley, you know, yeah, Seventeen-year-old yeah. cells where we were like, um, mm, "Is yeah. this? Should this be? We be watching this yeah. kind of?" Yeah. <laughs> okay. But actually, looking back at it more like on an adult head, I didn't think of it as bad as I remember it when I was sixteen. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, it would, yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> not as, maybe not as explicit as you might think. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, there's a sex scene coming up," saying to Paul, and I remember being right cringy yeah. about it. But no, it wasn't because it was all top half, and it really wasn't it just a little bit of groaning (laughs) (laughs) yeah how did i don't know what if you thought because obviously it's only a rating of a 12 i suppose it is sort of not too explicit obviously it's making it more hot and heavy than Mm. something like a pg rated film or something so it's i guess it's yeah there's going to be a bit more like statements we're not like super hardcore so no but I guess it's meant to show the, the throes of passion yeah. between the two of them. It's kind of all this built-up tension over the, <laughs> over the years. years. Yeah. yeah. So, so then she's kind of at this point where she's in like a bit of a like a dilemma mm-hmm. still with like whether she's going to... I think she knows like, deep down what she wants yeah. to do. She's she kind just... of like, oh, the right thing to do is go back to my fiancé, mm-hmm. who's like calling me at the hotel, which and that was a bit of an awkward conversation that she had there. Really, it's kind of like a... What are you doing? As what's been going on? She's like, oh, nothing. And so, okay, I love you, kind of thing. That was yeah. That. She, you like, could oh. tell she didn't actually love him. Yeah. And 
she just wanted to see what how this would pan out with Noah, yeah. really. And then obviously her mum turns up. up and you actually understand the reason behind her mum a little mm-hmm. bit more of why she did what she did, even though it's not justified. It's, yeah. It really ain't. But she's kind of gone down the same path as her mum, hasn't she, a little bit? Yeah, she had like a almost like a similar summer fling, but she went off and met her, what her, her Ali's dad at the moment. is kind mm. of like the safe option, mm. you know, being in the, the richer. But she still drives up and sees a kind of summer mm. fling sometimes working at a... Where, where Noah worked, you know, yeah, yeah. not really bettered himself or anything like that. And mm-hmm. she went, I don't even know who this man is anymore. But mm-hmm. she still has that connection. Okay, and it's, that's, you know, a big wife. Like, I'd gone with him, things would be different type of thing. But but there's also linking back to when Ali gets really upset when the, obviously, a 17-year-old self mm-hmm. saying, you don't look at Daddy like I look like at Noah. Yeah. You don't laugh, you don't play, you don't love, mm-hmm. you know, and... That must have really hit home to her mum at that point, and I think that's why her mum became a little bit horrible towards Ali, because actually, she, she Ali was right, totally, pretty much, and so her mum's kind of like somewhat being apologetic in a sense. She yeah. don't really say sorry, does she? No, she's kind of like, I do love your dad, but if you really want to put a heart and soul into it, she probably would love this other person more that was you know working at this lumberyard or wherever it is, mm. you know on the sidelines. I definitely think that's what it was and I think she obviously went for the safe option kind of telling Ali to follow her heart. Uh, in a and weird way, yeah. Kind of don't do the mistakes I did. Mm-hmm. Even though to be fair, if her mum would have told her that from the beginning, Ali won't be in this mess because she would have still been with Noah. This other guy wouldn't have even come into the picture. Yeah. Although really if you had said that then they wouldn't have a story. I like knew you were going to say that. that. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. All, again, this is all the same with films. If that had happened, mm-hmm. if that had happened the way it was supposed to happen, then there wouldn't, there wouldn't be any story. But we obviously haven't actually talked about this actually being a story that's been retold by an older man in this like care home speaking yeah. to Ali. Ali. It's, yes, so obviously spoilers of the fact that... Well, I think it's kind of given that the older uh, lady is yeah. Ali because obviously yeah, you, she's the main uh, lead anyways. Yeah. So it's, yeah, the, the old Ali who is at the cairns, she's like, you know, this man's telling, reading me a story and it's kind of like, yeah, you, I mean, obviously, did, did you, when you first saw it, did you pick up on the fact that it was her? I knew she was, was Ali. Involved in this. In, but who the man was, mm. I wasn't 100% sure on as mm-hmm. of yet. If you, if that makes sense. So initially, when I first watched it, no, I didn't know at the big first scene yeah, it's when pr- it's pretty obvious about the woman. It's that's the yeah, yeah. This thing. I was yeah, I, I would say it was similar thing. I wasn't sure in kind of placing him as to whether that was really no, because I, I was thinking as I was going through it, thinking have they said his name to, no. as when when you know because like, actually they don't call him Noah. I don't know, Mister Whoever. Yeah, yeah. Give him a different name. Yeah. So you don't yeah. actually know it's Noah, but they do call her Miss Ali. And mm-hmm. so you were aware that that is Ali mm-hmm. and that this man is coming in to read. And so obviously she's got dementia or Alzheimer. I think it's Alzheimer's, yeah. isn't no, it? I think it's dementia. But dementia. I th- again, ignorance perhaps, but a sort of similar, one of the same kind of thing. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's not it's not easy to be dealing oh, it's, with. It's... We, we know from second hand, so like both grand... 
parents, parents yeah. have had so my grandma and I think your grandma, grandma yeah I've had Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. it is really an upsetting thing to see mm-hmm. anyone yeah. kind of deteriorate in that in that way mm-hmm. so like my grandma got to a point of where she didn't even recognize my mum she would say she was the milk lady um and, right. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and she didn't even remember me because I was only quite little mm-hmm. at this point but she would remember certain family members mm-hmm. who kind of I guess from the past I presume yeah I and think that's... she used to kind of call for her dad at some point yeah so she's kind of reverting back a little bit to I think that's the way it is the more remember the old days rather than what's happened like say yesterday or a couple weeks ago kind of thing it's yeah which makes things a bit more tricky too it's it is quite heartbreaking yeah in any in any sense but with in regards to the old older man it was like i think shortly after a while i was thinking well yeah okay this is probably noah but i wasn't entirely sure whether it was the fact of whether he's just sticking around just to try and sort of like win her over in the fact because I thought it was a story going to the fact that she did go off with Lon and it's kind of like he never really got that thing so he's trying to make mm-hmm. up for the fact now but then that quickly went away obviously when you've seen like the family come into play and it's like oh hello yeah oh that was such a yeah, sad scene because obviously it is all her children yeah and they're coming to see her dad their dad yeah and then they're saying oh meet your mum basically having yeah. to be like Hi, uh, yeah. hi, and act like you're a complete stranger. Yeah. Well, obviously, you have to do some th- certain things like that with Alzheimer's or dementia because if you tried to say, I'm your daughter, that would yeah. get them into a bit of a hysteria. A, yeah, exactly. So this is kind of my favourite part of the, when it's kind of like whenever that those these scenes come into play, we like the man like reading the story. It's kind mm. of very heartfelt and sweet, and I do prefer those really yeah. aspects of the film more so than thing. And we'll get obviously go to the end part now, which is very saddening. And you were you were like to me say, if you don't cry, you don't have like a soul. And lo and behold, I was very much crying. At yeah, this, and it's like so I, think I think this is why I haven't watched this film. So like Paul's like, if you're saying this is your favorite film, how many times have you watched it? And I'm like, I think this might be like my third time. Yeah. And you were looking at me like I don't really quite grasp that. Mm. And I went, well, I need to be able to be emotionally in that place that I'm okay to break down and cry. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you do a cry, then this is definitely the film to watch. Uh-huh. Otherwise, like I said to Paul, I'd have to watch it to a point of where then I stop watching it. So yeah. obviously, spoiler alerts, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. But we get to a point of where you do see Ali going back to Noah. Mm-hmm. And the kind of shrug, she shrugs her shoulders. She's got her suitcases, and she puts them on the floor, and she runs to him. That to me, then it's like, right, okay. If I didn't want to cry, I'd have to pause it there. Yeah, and they go that, and they lived happily ever after. Kind yeah, of thing. And then there's none of this further in the story of like after the fact of when he's you know m- making the meal for her and oh. and he's having a little dance and stuff. And... I think it's because they're so old, and it reminds me a little bit of up in this sense. And I know you're. Yeah, I'll get. We'll get to that in a bit of my how I relate this to this yeah. film in my final thoughts. Okay. So, but um, yeah, no, it's 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 kind of kind of nice, but then it kind of there's that glim glimmer of hope in his eyes, like yes, I've broken through kind of thing. And then yeah. shortly, in like five minutes later or 
whatever. Oh. It's kind of like, oh, who are you kind of thing? And it's like, oh, it's, it's really, yeah, it's really hard to see that. And then he like kind of like gets really upset about it. Cause it's I... like, oh, I'm so close to, to you know, like mm-hmm. breaking through. And it's just like. I was yeah. just breaking down in tears yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like it really, Sorry. really. So semi-distressing as well kind of mm. when she's getting all hit up and sort of like the closing part as well is quite a sad and touching part as well you know like the thing and then the the he goes into her ward or whatever and then kind of like lays down with her holding her hand and then they kind of like pass away together it's really sweet it, it is yeah. it is yeah. <laughs> like paul i don't think paul actually realized how sad like mm. i don't know if you thought i was having you on a little bit uh, yeah, I wasn't entirely sure as to how much, like, emotionally impactful it was going to be. But, yeah, there was uh, how it was going to really drag it out or kind of thing. Or it was just oh. going to be a really quick thing or something. You know, like, it's just about a... 20 minutes, isn't it, of tears, I feel like. <laughs> so at, at, at the, the end. Last, maybe 10, yeah. Because it's kind of just focusing on them then at that point. Yeah, it probably makes me well... With like the meal and he does like you say he thinks he's going to break through and they have this moment and she's like saying tell the children I love them yeah. and he's got his alley back and then she's like I don't know who you are and that that mm. must so hurt yeah like when you just think you're so close and you you've you've cracked it mm-hmm. and it, it has about ten minutes but you do it all over again yeah and he, he, by the sounds of it he does it every day he reads to her. Yeah. Just to, and some days he won't even get a breakthrough, and some days he will. And then for them to die mm-hmm. together, yeah, like both saying, Yep, yeah, I'm ready to go now, let's yeah. do it together. Mm-hmm. It just shows how much they really loved one another. And even me talking about it now, I'm getting goosebumps and wanting to <laughs> whelm up and cry. <laughs> like, I think that's the loveliest way to die, just passing away. And- Somebody stands, I don't know, it's yeah, probably the best best you, everybody could hope for, really. Yeah, especially to say that you're going in together, you're not... Because you, I think people think dying is really lonely and scary, and that's why they think of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you've... Wherever people think they... When, once you die, where you mm-hmm. go to. Yeah. Like, I'd like to be able to go with it with somebody that I loved and really cared about and mm-hmm. not on my own, I guess. Yeah. But I know people, obviously, your other relatives would be there probably anyways. Mm-hmm. Depends on what you kind of think of yeah. death as. I always think it's... I don't really know if there's a God or anything like that, but I, and I don't think there's a heaven or a hell. But I do think there is an afterlife. I kind of think of it like Coco in my head. Yeah, I guess. Which, incidentally, I felt... Not to say this, this did make me feel very sad and whelm up and everything, but I felt like I more broke down like sobbing almost when watching Coco. I don't know why um, that was. I don't know, that that really, I think that was, that played more heavily on visuals and I think mm. it's always music as well. That's why I like, as, as as sad as it is, I do like Up so much and why there's so that emotional uh, attachment to that film, really, because that's... Like, yeah. I, I, I was surprised at how much you cried to that to that point on that one. Which one? Sorry. Um, in Up, because mm. I was sat there and I think you triggered me off. I was like, okay, this this is sad, but not meaning it in a bad way. It kind of isn't as long. 
Like Oh no no. So it's like quite a short passing and then you kind of get over it a little bit. Yeah, which and is then... kind of the <laughs> nice thing about that in a sense, because like yeah, you've got that little bit and it's very touching and everything, mm-hmm. and you're quick like, yep, just get onto the thing and enjoy enjoy the rest of it for a little while until it comes back a little bit later on in that film. Whereas but, this broke. And this is at the very end and it's kind of like, like I think you said, like if you'd seen it in the cinema and you'd come out sobbing and everybody <laughs> in the lobby would be like, oh, no, you know what happens there then, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> if or, you'd got red puffy eyes at the end of it, yeah. I literally was, it wasn't, I read yeah, you like, like streaming <laughs> with like... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so at least in... Or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, okay, you can get away with it after that. Yeah. you would be past that part. past but, it. Like yeah. with... Coco, I think it's more of a um, to do with your family. Yes. So, like, that really hit me when you forget somebody of your family. So I always try, and I know it sounds really strange to some people, but, like, for example, I have a really connection to my granny. So I'll say happy birthday to her every time it's her birthday. Mm -hmm. Even though she's not around, Mm -hmm. I will still, in my head, or Mm -hmm. to my mum, say, oh, it's granny's birthday today. Let's wish her happy birthday. And I do think it is... Keeping the, you know, when they have, I don't, I forgot what it's called, the pictures up, and yeah, 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 they kind of, and that's the portal throughout. On, I think in Coco, yeah, yeah, and I think that's for me. Yes, you need these pictures, you need these memories because if you forget somebody, you're not keeping that soul alive. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the bit that's really sad is when you get forgotten. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody wants to be forgotten, and they want to make an impact while we're here. But yeah, for in terms of this, it's kind of like a. I guess a nice, a nice book, <laughs> bookend to have it like a, a real closure on them as they're, they're passing, and it's that, that's that's the end yeah. of the film. And uh, it yeah. kind of leaves you in this sad state. Yeah, it, unfortunately, but it, yeah, yeah. So that is the film. I'm really intrigued to hear what you've got to say. I'm going to actually get comfy and just let you speak to me because okay. it does mean a lot to me this film so I said like no pressure I don't want you to be like swaying because I really really like this film mm-hmm. okay. so I think this is actually the first film where you've realized that I actually have a big yeah it's had a big bit impact on me it's like kind of not a childhood but like a teen yeah film, yeah, yeah. Which one of is... those films which are kind of a, I can see why and it's sort of a it's kind of good to have those films that kind of do that for you and there's just a focus on that particular area so, okay. Right. And I'll get comfy okay. and I'm going to be really silent, she says, um, uh, okay. and try and be good and let you review and score, I feel. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to know what my score is anyways. I'm not entirely sure as to what you will really truly go on reflection of mm. what from what you saw as a teen to what you how you see it now. But mm-hmm. anyway, so I'll start with the positives that I've got from watching it. The way it differs from like most particular rom-coms, I think, is the story is told through the eyes of a man that has literally documented it as a story. And like I mentioned earlier, that the older couple scenes are what seem the most poignant and like the the precious moments mm-hmm. that we have to to show like how much he cares. For her, even though it's kind of like, oh, you know, like, a, almost like, who are you kind of thing? And this, it was this man reading the story. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's like, it's just really sweet. Um, I think that those are really the, the good, the good points. Oh, gosh. Okay. Really. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Now we're I going mean, for I've, the slating. 
obviously it did it did touch me on an emotional level mm-hmm. as well. I don't know if that's, that's a good or a bad point. I don't no, know. In the, in the That's good. I think but, I, I, I might yeah. have to question if I yeah. was going to marry you if you didn't cry. Yeah. So th- there was that, but that's like the in-between between that is like good. But like I say, I wasn't quite as like, like bawling my eyes. I was kind of like a whelming up and a little bit of a, like a sniffle thing. I did need a, a tissue. I needed a <laughs> Yeah, you needed box. like a box. Of them. Yeah, you were like... <laughs> um, so... Like I mentioned before as well, now the fact that how the pacing of the film was a little bit off here and there, mm-hmm. it did seem too long in parts of it, and <laughs> and not and not focusing too much on other parts. Really, I don't know. Mm. It, yeah, I think it was quick pace in some parts, and then it did drag a not yeah. drag, but kind of more in depth. But I don't know. Just some of the things weren't particularly interesting. I wasn't too involved so in some... like for example what scenes would you think needed to be more embellished and what do you think could have been cut back because obviously it's two hours and three yeah. minutes long which i love the fact that i've made him actually have to sit through two hours mm. and three minutes because there's been plenty of films i've had to sit through mm-hmm. <laughs> longer than that even yeah yeah um well like i was saying about the whole thing about what they've been what they were doing in between that time there wasn't there wasn't a great deal of time spent with them, like in the summer romance type of thing, mm. and also the the part where you know, like what he went off to war kind of thing. So it's almost like highlights reel. Yeah. I, d- I don't know, like his friend, like I said, like he kind of just died, and then that was that very quickly, as if there, there was no emotional beat there. Mm. He didn't even look like he was really upset or anything. I don't know. I felt like that was it's Ryan Gosling's fault, <laughs> not Noah's. <laughs> yeah. kind of like this looking, yeah, looking down. <laughs> Um, long part. I don't know. It's just so, so certain scenes more like when it was just them in their younger selves didn't just seem to go on for a little bit. Too I really long. loved those. I too really long. loved that part where the summer romance happened. Mm-hmm. That was like my favorite kind of part initially. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I I felt more of a connection with the older people than I did them really in the long and short of it but and and like i said like some forced a little bit forced drama in the, like when they're having the arguments and stuff and that's a bit like she's going off on one <laughs> and then it's like oh no way sorry come back kind of thing and it's that's, like what's that, what's that about that's and, every woman's prerogative yeah. to be like that and like when it's kind of like oh well you slept with me now and it's like right we're well, gonna go and you're still gonna go back to him type of thing and it's yeah, yeah i think it's just obviously she's not knowing what she, she knows deep down it almost no i don't think she does i think she just she she knows she wants nowhere and she needed to reevaluate that <laughs> test the waters yeah, yeah to make sure that that was the right. thing but then it's right. the hard choice and making that call it's mm. like no no one likes breaking a relationship up but it must be even harder mm-hmm. to break up an engaged relationship yeah because you must have loved one another to mm-hmm. say that you were going to marry one another mm-hmm. right okay, okay. Uh, you're making me feel really really so, tense here okay. please be higher than a five yeah it'll be higher than a five okay higher than a six no i'm sorry it... what there is a, the... give over no. come on i don't think I'd be much inclined to really 
see this again, to be honest. I don't think I'd be like, oh yes, let's I'm really incentivized to put that on. Or certainly not anytime soon anyway. <laughs> but but why? I think I don't know, I just I did like it for for parts of it like I've sort of described, but I don't think it there's not a great deal of attachment to it with the characters and everything. I I think it's I get more watching emotional parts of Up and the Coco. And they feel like they offer a bit more. I know that's because they're animated, and that sounds that might sound stupid, but no, it doesn't. But... And I guess you've got more of attachment with it. I just, I think for me, obviously, I've grown up with this film. Uh, yeah. So before we get into your side of things, I can I only really give it a six. I'm sorry, but Is don't this just for the podcast. Are you actually wanting to give it like a ten? <laughs> no, I of... uh, sorry. There's there's no tens oh. in this one. Sorry. The, actually really the, you know, I think the another thing as well, I think if there was more, because like I said, there were some quirks that reminded me of you in that, scarily enough. But I feel <laughs> oh, like so I, that's why we're giving it a six. No, <laughs> no, because there wasn't that much of it. There's only a couple of bits here and there, and it wasn't really played on too much that sort of like made me remind me of you, I guess. There's only just the glimmers here and there so I kind of see where some of I guess your mannerisms in a sense come from but I mean I've got the real thing with me so and I can enjoy that whenever <laughs> I want even for all your quirks and all that but yeah I think it was even with those things and the it was just it was just an okay overall I wasn't really like, like wow this is breathtakingly or anything but it's it's just it was sweet but honestly I don't think I'd felt much more of it I'm sorry it's okay at least you're honest yeah. I guess it does hurt a little I'm not gonna lie like if I said Jurassic Parks is shite like that would be like a little bit of a dagger in your heart no, a little I bit know, know. um and I think for me obviously I've grown up with this film mm-hmm. I've always wanted an hour mm-hmm. um that was like my kind of aspiration, I guess. I'd, I always wanted somebody to love me as much as Noah loved Ali in a film. You know, when you're kind of young and a girl, that kind of aspiring that yeah. to that relationship is like a bit of a, a goal <laughs> that I mm-hmm. would like. Um, for me, I'm the bit of an opposite because obviously I really enjoyed the romance blossoming with the younger Ali and Noe. Mm. No, Noe? <laughs> Noah? <laughs> Noe! <laughs> <laughs> no, Noe. <laughs> um, so Ali and Noah, the younger versions, I liked kind of the courting side of it. I think for me, obviously I knew what was coming. So when I saw the scenes with the older mm-hmm. kind of Ali and Noah, it's somewhat more heartfelt and it's more genuine and it's raw. Mm-hmm. But because I knew what was coming, it's a bit of a bittersweet, I guess. Whereas, like, you can enjoy the younger younger part and know that they've still got quite a little bit of life towards them together and kind of seeing it that sense. The ending is absolutely heartbreaking for me. It really is. Like, I don't know, I don't really like death anyways. No, um, it is very scary. Yeah, and it frightens me to think that maybe I 
will lose my marbles and get <laughs> dementia or Alzheimer's, you know. But yeah, forgetting your loved ones as well, it just that thought of not being able to remember them. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, the ending, yeah, it's really, really sad. And I think I, I kind of put myself in my in that shoes of how would I feel mm-hmm. either if I was Ali or, or Noah. Mm-hmm. And if that did happen where, like, for example, you will forget, you'd forget me. Like, how would I, how would I feel about that? And I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if I could read to you every day and you not remember me. I feel like I find that really hard, even though I'd want to be with you. Mm. I I would, it probably, I'd be breaking down every two minutes. Right. Okay. But I wouldn't leave you on your own, to be no. fair. I know, nor would I, if I was in the opposite <laughs> way around. Thanks. <laughs> but I think from this film, it has shown, yeah, there was a lot of things when I could see where I might have picked up little mannerisms of certain things mm-hmm. or kind of wanted to be a little bit like Ali because she's beautiful. I think, yes, yeah, she's a bit temperamental, but I think every woman is. Mm-hmm. And I have a right to be like that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, And obviously it's a beautifully shot. It's in a lovely era, like the styling and the clothes and the lighting. It is well thought out. You know, they have got a good kind of set and I feel like the relationship between Ali and Noah is really, really good, old and young. Mm. The actors do portray it quite well for me. And I think it's one of those films where it's always going to stay quite strong with me. So actually looking back at it, I enjoyed it more with my new head. So you probably would because you might have picked up more things that you might not... Yeah, valued things a bit more than you Mm -hmm. would have when you were just... Yeah, I really, really valued it a lot more than I thought I was gonna. And I did. I knew I was gonna cry, but because I knew it was coming, I didn't think it would still hit me like it did. But I think it made it worse because I had you. Like that's what does me in with up. Yeah, because I have a similar thing where I know, even though I know what's coming, it still gets me. Yeah, but I think it's worse when you've got some. Not meaning that in a bad way. It's worse when you've got somebody to relate it to and yeah, kind of put yourself in their shoes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I was sobbing my eyes out basically because I was thinking of me and you. Yeah, I can get that. I still cried when I was younger, but I didn't really have that kind of relationship like yeah, I do now. You're only young, and you weren't thinking about when you were really old, kind of thing, and having some one of you. You know, as a partner mm, I think, that you're going to be attached to. and Yeah. I think yeah. I was more aspiring to just have a partner like Noah <laughs> right. okay. at that point. Yeah. But whereas now it was like reflecting on an older self thinking, mm, yeah, yeah, that could be inevitable. <laughs> and it's quite scary. So yeah. I love the film so much that I can't believe you've given it a six. I was wishing for a little bit higher, even a seven or an eight. I feel like you've given other films bit more credit than they're worth but i'm glad you watched it with me i really am oh yeah because it means a lot to me mm-hmm. and hopefully eventually you'll grow to like it because that's normally how what happens mm-hmm. with your stuff i end up liking it just because you like it mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me it's a 10 and i know you'll probably be surprised i was thinking is she gonna really rate it that highly mm-hmm. or maybe it would be a nine a... no no, but I've still got that connection. It still didn't ruin anything for me. Okay. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. It still sobbed my eyes out. And if anything, it kind of made me realise why I loved it so much when I was younger. It kind of brought okay. nostalgia back a little bit and having a sleepover. Also to a point of where a little bit of a reflection of 
younger self to older self. So I think when I was younger, I wanted to know where I really wanted that relationship so badly. Like, you don't even know how how badly I wanted that. And then kind of my older self now looking back and thinking, well, yeah, I might, I might have a Noah, possibly. You're not as funny, though. <laughs> well, that's just rude. <laughs> and you're not half as sweet as Noah. Also rude. <laughs> no, you don't make me... Oh, not a lot going for me then, have I? You... So, you, you so... By that regard... You know, you're lovable, you are, um, but you don't give me flowers, like, on my pillow, and you don't give me a photography room, like, or, like, a painting room, so you've just got, you've got standards to got meet now. i got you this now. house, though. <laughs> i got you this house. <laughs> no, so you can't really complain. True. But I did work for it. Mm. <laughs> It's a bit romanticised, though, I think, like yeah. having the flowers and... It doesn't mean you can't spoil a woman now and again, No, Paul. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> flowers don't cost much. <laughs> Depends what flowers you get. Roses do. Yeah, don't... Some ungodly reason. So this is for our Valentine's kind of Feb feel. Yeah, so this when this will go out, this will be just before Valentine's Day is on the Sunday, so... <laughs> The next one we're going to do is also, I guess, a similar romantic-ish kind of theme. I will leave that for now as to what that'll be for our listeners. But Mm -hmm. for now, we thank you very much for listening to this episode. Yeah, I've really actually enjoyed this one so much. So thank you for watching it, Paul. Sorry I didn't meet your expectations with the scoring, but I'm only just being honest. I think he's just doing it for you guys. To be fair, I really do. Saving Ten- face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna. We're gonna keep recording, and he's gonna tell me his real score later. Hmm. <laughs> Once I beat him up a little bit, <laughs> you might see the pictures where he posts it, and he's just got a black eye because I've slapped him until he likes this film. <laughs> and of course, you can listen to this Anna all our other episodes mm-hmm. on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. Also, Paul has started doing a little snippet, like a minute's worth, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yep, with what we would normally do on the our Instagram as well and upload to Twitter too, which is SP underscore film viewers, is like a more of an animated snippet of our episodes to mm-hmm. help promote it, you know, give a taster of what we do. And But I, I felt like more utilised my skills of a very, a very simplistic animation, but I think it's kind of effective and a bit more interesting than just everybody just like just an easy quick snippet of some waveform bars going across in a, in a box or whatever mm-hmm. um, just to make it stand out a bit more but I think it's it's quite enjoyable and it kind of gives uh, hopefully a bit more insight of our facial expressions than maybe when we're <laughs> describing uh, our thoughts and feelings in what we're talking about so we might yeah. have to do one where we just actually video ourselves possibly As well, yeah. yeah even though I'm always in my comfies um yeah and I look at you like my face is very expressive it's quite comical how mm-hmm. expressive my face yeah. can get so no you do kind of make me laugh when I look at them because you make my eyes go really big 
yeah, so do check that out on our YouTube as well. Um, hopefully, mm -hmm. to hoping to put more, bit more content out for that on the channel in the future as well, with some maybe some other things as well. So that's that. Um, and we'll one more final thing before we go, we do have our merch store. I believe there will be, as it's getting near Valentine's Day anyway, on that weekend, there will be a promotion with up to 35% off Ooh. on the store across all our merch. So if you'd like to go and check that out, we'll put a link in the description to that page where you can find said merch store. Yeah, definitely. And... Um, I might even go and have a look and buy myself an SP book. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you next time thank you for listening and watch the notebook if you want to cry if, if you, you want don't to cry, yeah. yeah if you don't want to cry don't watch it i'll just stop it where i say <laughs> yeah thanks guys speak to you later thank you speak to you later bye 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 bye